Hey everyone, welcome to the Within Her Soul podcast. I'm Jordan. And I'm Sydney. And we are two Jesus-loving women who have a lot to say about living as Christians in this modern day world. We deep dive into tough to talk about topics that we know you're battling with. We expose all things relationships, soul care, sex, healing from your past, and more. We give practical advice in these areas, but also share comedic stories of our own lessons learned and normalize what being a Christian woman in today's society is really like. So buckle up, friend. It's going to get real, real quick. Welcome back to the Within Her Soul podcast. We have just finished the relationship series, and now we're back on a hot topic on hustle culture. It's all around us. It's, you know, on social media now becoming the place of business and growing businesses. It's super easy to become obsessed with success and money. And we just really wanted to dig deep and let you know that you can have impact without massive amount of success of money and all the materialistic things. And so we are really excited to kind of deep dive into this. Yeah. So number one, we want to speak to the women who, you know, maybe it's not your passion or your life's biggest desire to build a business or make a million dollars. And first of all, we want to say that is okay. Mm -hmm. Everyone is called to something different. The Lord puts different passions on different people's hearts for different reasons. So we want to speak to those women who are feeling almost like this pressure to do more and make all this money when really that's not what you want to do. Like that is okay. We want to speak Mm -hmm. to you number one. And then secondly, we want to speak also to the girls who do have dreams and passions that they want to follow. And so, yeah, we're excited to talk about this. And we want to say that we are pro success. Like we are all for it. If that is something that, you know, God has put on your heart, you know, like if God has put a dream on your heart and you can chase after it, well, truly remaining humble and rooted in Jesus, you go girl, like more power to you. Um, However, we do want to cover some foundational truths about money, success, and prosperity, and also give you five practical tips to staying grounded in the Lord while pursuing your passion. So whether you're a girl who is currently pursuing a passion, you want to succeed in something, or you're the woman who's just kind of feeling like, eh, that's not really for me. We are going to be speaking to both of you and hopefully encouraging both of you today. Yes. And I actually went through a season where I was obsessed with success. I was growing my own online business. I really did believe that if I had a nine to five job, it meant that I wasn't going after my dreams. I truly felt that having a nine to five job was me moving backward rather than forward. And so, so I always felt like if I didn't, you know, hit this goal or truly once I hit the goal, I was already ready to hit the next goal. Like I never sat and really just like, thank God, like where I was at in that moment, it was just what's next, what's next, what's next, what's next. And I realized that, you know, after kind of going back to a nine to five and the Lord really humbled me. And he's like, look, I can provide for you, whether you're at a nine to five or whether you're building your own business. And even now building our own brand together said it's, I'm realizing it's so not about the amount of money or the success, it really is the journey and the impact you have on people, you know, while you're doing this, because I think when you are starting your own business, since that's kind of what we're focusing about, you know, you do, you kind of have this, this passion to help more people. But I think at the end of the day, you can still help people in your nine to fives. You can still impact people in your nine to fives. You can still impact people when you are growing your own business, all for the glory um, of God and, and to build his kingdom. And once I really figured that out, it made me realize all the things that I used to idolize, you know? And so I'm not saying we can't have nice things and 
we can't work hard for them. But really money isn't the, the problem. It's the love of money. And that is biblical. And whenever you become obsessed with more money, more, more, more all the time, it it's crippling. You will stray from God. You can't idolize both. And so I definitely can say I struggled with the love of money, you know, for quite some time. And so I definitely just want to make it known that it's really easy to get into a place where you want to show off all the nice things. You want the brand new car, you want the big house, you know, you want the purses and the new shoes and you want to show those off, but truly it, it can still leave you feeling very unfulfilled even after you have all those things. Yeah. So I can completely relate to every bit of that. Um, I definitely went through the whole stage of constantly chasing after success and just like it literally taking over my whole mind and identity at actually a pretty young age. So when I was 20 years old, that's actually when I started building my first business and I saw success very quickly with that. And honestly, because I was so young and I hadn't really yet even figured out who I was, success like became my identity. And it's, you know, it's, it's sad to look back on, but at the same time, God has changed me and grown me so much because of it. And honestly, I feel like I went through this whole hustle culture thing myself, like before it really became even super popular on social media. And so now, like when I see the purses and the brand new cars and all this, like I'm just honestly not impressed by it because I have been there. I've had all those things myself and I've seen how unfulfilling it is. Now, hear me. I'm not saying that any of those things are bad. I'm not saying it's bad to have a brand new car. I'm not saying it's bad to have the purses or be able to get your nails done or the eyelashes or whatever. Those are great, fun things. If they add joy to your life, like go for them. But I'll just tell you a little bit about my story and why constantly chasing after those things was so dangerous for me. So what it actually did in my life is it kind of created this persona. And I looked at myself as the hardworking, successful girl, rather than simply seeing myself through the lens of Christ and who I was in him. So about three and a half years ago, when the Lord told me to walk away from the business that I've been building for four years, and he made it very clear to me that he was pulling me into some sort of ministry, um, which I see now He's ministered through a lot of different projects that I've done, but we won't get into that. That's a whole wormhole. But, you know, when he told me to walk away, I literally did not know who I was because I had associated myself with the success that I had. And so it's like I went through this whole identity crisis because I had so identified myself by my success that I was like, who am I now without it? Mm -hmm. Um, you know, thankfully God gave me a resting period where I was able to just truly focus on my relationship with him and allowing him to show me that there's a whole lot more to me than just the ability to generate income. You know, that there are pieces of my personality and gifts that he's given me just like he's given you, you know, just to love on people and to lead others to him. He showed me what truly is important. And honestly, that a hundred years from now, what's not going to be important is the money that I've made and the material things that I had. They're not going to go with me to heaven. I'm not going to have them anymore. I literally cannot take them to heaven with me. But what will matter a hundred years from now when I'm in heaven is the lives that I impacted and the people that I brought with me to heaven, you know, and I'm also not saying that you can't do that while chasing your dreams, while chasing a passion. If you are currently involved in pursuing something, we'll get more into that here in a little bit, but, and I just want to say like, obviously I'm by no means perfect at this, but I am thankful that 
now that my main focus isn't money and success. It's like, I just have the eyes to see the needs of others more. And I don't know. I just feel like my heart is so much more open to loving others like Jesus. And I can definitely tell very quickly when my mind does start to get on success and money sometimes, because it's like, I just feel myself starting to become consumed and I have less time and energy and care to love on other people. And I I can't stand when I feel that way. So I'm always like, God, please like purify my motives. Get me back Mm -hmm. to like how you designed me to be. And really quickly, I'll just share one other personal story. So I remember, so when I was 20 years old and I started my first business and I was seeing, you know, success very quickly. I remember just constantly thinking, I want to buy my own home. I want to buy my own home. I want to buy my own home. Like that was all that I cared about. That was my one big goal. That was the thing that I wanted above all else. And so I strived to make this income, to save up, to to be able to buy a home. It's a wonderful blessing to be a homeowner, but I was so focused for so long on having a home that when I did finally get the home, I specifically remember laying on my couch and thinking, hmm, okay, what next? What now? What, what am I going to chase after now? Mm -hmm. And so it's not even like I was able to just sit there and truly be grateful for what I had been given. It was just this constant, okay, on to the next thing, on to the next thing. Um, And so it just goes to show that there's no amount of money. There's no goal. There's no material thing that can fulfill you. If those are the things that you're, you're putting your focus on, you're putting your treasure and your heart in, then there's always going to be something else, something else, something else. It's just like we get a brand new car, right? We're so excited about it. We love the new car smell. You know, it feels good to be driving something new around. How long does it take until that new car smell goes away? That those, you know, glitzy, glammy butterflies of driving this new vehicle, they start to go away. And then it's like, okay, what now? Yep. You know, and so I just think it's so important. And I I really am striving now in my life to just keep focused on Jesus. Like, because those things just, they don't matter like we think they do. Right. And I want to talk about this too, because I am a very materialistic girl. I love beautiful things. Like I've had, I try not to put that name on me, but I'll just, if we're being really honest, I like nice things. I've always have, I've always um, love those things, but in the process of being able to like those things, I don't depend on those things to find fulfillment or joy, like true joy, you know? And so with knowing I like these things, like I used, I don't anymore, but I used to have the hair extensions and my lashes, all those things, those were fine, you know? And I think all these things are fine. I think being the homeowner, like Sydney said, said, and sh- showing it off to the world that you bought a house is fine. But I think it's what is rooted in our hearts. What is the fulfillment in your heart? Is it the house or is it Jesus? When we talk about this hustle culture, we don't want this to be a, a condemnation type of message where we're like, if you've ever wanted these things, shame on you. This is actually, where is that rooted fulfillment coming from? Is it the next goal? Is it the the idolization um, or validation you're getting from other people? Like, is it the praise from other people? Cause I'll be real with you guys. I have had months where I made 30 grand months and I was living gloriously. And I've also made and had months where I didn't know how I was going to make my bills meet, you know, and I can tell you this, that I was not more fulfilled the 30 grand months. I really wasn't like, just because I had the money there does not mean that my relationship with Christ was spot on. I just really want to ask you guys, you know, you can have all these things and still be unfulfilled. And so what are you chasing? Like, are you chasing Jesus or are you chasing money? Because I will say Jesus does bring us money. Jesus does bless us with things in life. And I just want to preface that 
It's so important that we give him glory in all the blessings that we have and that we surrender the things we have here on earth and know that he possesses them, not us. They're not our possessions. They're things that he's given us. Oh, that's so good. I can 1000% relate to that and say also that I've had those insane months, 30,000 plus, And I've had those months where I've hardly been able to make ends meet. Sorry. I want to say this too. I'm actually in a seat. I just want to be so transparent. I'm in a season where I'm not making 30 grand months, but my spirit is the most fulfilled it's ever been in my entire life. Like I have been the closest to Jesus. I am actually fulfilling a passion, like with this brand, you know, like this is something that we've always wanted to do. It's not bringing us 30 grand months, but I don't care. (laughs) You know, like, but I don't care. It's something that is growing the kingdom. It's, it's inspiring more women to be who they are supposed to be in Christ. Like there's just such a difference whenever you release this obsession with success and you put all that on your shoulders. And when you surrender that to God and you're like, God, like the success is yours. Like, I just want to be yours. I just like move me where you want me to be. And I think that's something to say, even with me and Sid having similar stories with starting our own online businesses, like we brought a lot of people to Christ there as well, you know? And I think there's so, so much beauty in the people having different passions, whether you're working a nine to five or you have no job at all, or you are, uh, you own a very successful business. I think our positioning should always be, how can I grow his kingdom? Am I growing his kingdom today, no matter where he has you? And I just, that's what we should be hustling after, you know, like not the hustle of money, but the hustle to bring more people to Christ and to build his kingdom. That brings us right into our first soul scripture, which is Hebrews 13, five. And it says, Oh, y'all, this is convicting for all. It says, make sure that your character is free from the love of money being content with what you have for he himself has said, I will never desert you, nor will I ever forsake you. Mm. When I read this scripture, I immediately thought of myself having everything I needed and looking at someone else and being like, but I want that. And the Lord is sitting there holding me. Like he already has me. And he's saying, I've given you everything I've like that you need and that you could truly need right now. And you're still wanting more, even though my arms are around you, you know, cause he says, I will never desert you or never forsake you. And it sometimes I think when we're in these seasons where we really want more, and like I said, I, I really feel in my spirit, it's, it's okay to want more. I think it's a drive that we have to want to be the best version of ourselves. But I think it's also good to know that we are looking around us and seeing how Jesus has impacted your life, where you're at right now. It's really the the submission of saying, okay, I know that I have these things and I'm so thankful for these things. How can I continue to strive more so that I can also help more people at the same time? And so, yeah, I just, I just love knowing that I can still have more in Jesus Christ, but I have to release that love of money. I have to release the money being the idol but actually having God's blessings be what I'm pursuing and chasing after. And then our next one is Matthew 6, 24. And it says, no one can serve two masters for either he will hate the one and love the other, or he will be devoted to the one and despise the other. You cannot serve God and money. And I think I actually said this previously earlier in the um, episode, we cannot love both. We cannot surrender to both. So this was really a check for me a few years back. When this scripture landed in my lap, I really had to ask God because God was asking me to walk away from a very successful business and go somewhere that I was going to be earning commission and with commission-based 
jobs, if any of you guys are in those, you know that you don't know what you're going to make. You really have to have faith that you'll just make sales. And that was really hard to leave something that I was so comfortable in. And whenever I stepped away, the Lord blessed me beyond measure of what I ever thought I could have, you know, in this, in the new job that I was in. And so I just, I just want to encourage you that money is not what we chase after. You cannot have two masters. And that's literally what the scripture is saying. Like you cannot idolize money. And I had to ask myself, like, would I sell everything for Jesus? Would I let everything that I had go for Jesus. And back then I would have said, no, it was too important to me. Now, truly, I feel like I could be in a place where I'm like, Lord, take my apartment, take my cars, take my nice things. Like I want to be with you. Like everything that he's given me up to this point and how he saved me and, and redeemed me. I like, I owe it all to him. Like none of that matters to me anymore. Okay. So if you're anything like me, you are a control person. I know not everyone is, but I am, I'm a control person. And so it is very easy for me to become where I love money, where I am not obsessed, but like, I'm constantly thinking about money and how I'm going, how, you know, the next paycheck is going to come in and all these things, because I want to feel like I'm in control of my situations and let's be honest, money does give us control in this world. It gives us control over what we're able to do and what we're able to buy and et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And so it is so tempting for me to fall into that trap of not necessarily loving money, but constantly thinking about it, which does make it an idol. And clearly idolatry is a sin. The Lord talks about that all throughout the Bible. And so I have to constantly remind myself, like this verse says, you cannot, Sydney, you cannot serve two masters. If you were sitting here constantly pondering over and thinking about money, 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 how, you know, how I'm going to make the next thousand dollars, how I'm going to, you know, continue providing for our bills, etc. I cannot be completely devoted to the Lord. I cannot completely keep my mind on him. So I've got to sit here and I've got to say, okay, Lord, please shift, shift my thoughts, shift my mind from like, y'all, I'm literally talking to myself right now. Cause I've actually kind of struggled with this lately. <laughs> um, you know, like shift my mind from being so consumed in how I'm going to make income to Lord. I put my focus on you. And so I trust you to provide. I'm going to work hard because that's what you called me to do. Yeah. In Proverbs 31, it very it makes it very clear that we are to work hard as women and not be lazy, not be sluggards. Yeah, we have to work. But I'm, I'm going to be completely devoted to you, Father. And I'm going to trust that you're going to bring the income in yeah. as I devote my work to you and focus on loving you. So good. And I struggled with this even when we started this ministry. I... I left a hundred thousand dollar a year salary to, to do the, and that's, I shouldn't say I left God, God shifted me out of that job. And I was like, Lord, what are you doing? I would only have a few months to live off of. Like I had my savings. I was secured. Like I had, I had prepared, you know, for, you know, the emergencies, you know, that kind of stuff. But I was like, do I really step away from this place of, I mean, it was easy. I knew my job. I did it well. I, I knew there was money coming in to step into this kind of land of unknown. Whenever I was leaving that, I really had to ask myself what was more important, the salary or God's mission for my life. And, you know, and it led me here. And one thing I think is so important to know 
that when you do really surrender and have that shift in your mind where it's not about the success or all the nice things, the Lord actually gives you everything that you need. Whenever I started working with Sydney on this brand, my heart just exploded with happiness and joy and contentment, like true contentment of knowing that I'm exactly where I want to be. Like, this is exactly what I dreamed of. And so sometimes we don't get everything that we wanted until we do surrender everything. You know, sometimes you have to fully let go of all these things that you think you want for God to really give you what you need and what you actually want. And that's what happened with me. And so I hope that encourages anyone that if you're kind of scared, if you feel like you've been in this hustle culture and you always want more and more and more, God does know what you actually want. He knows the desires of your heart and he will give them to you, you know, through the things that you're doing, whether that's, like I said, growing your own business, working your nine to five, maybe you don't have a job at all. Maybe you're looking for a job like he's with you. And like our scripture said above, he will never desert you or forsake you. Yeah. Next whole scripture. And the last whole scripture for today is Philippians 4, 11 through 13. Not that I'm speaking of being in need for I have learned in whatever situation I am to be content. I know how to be brought low and I know how to abound in any and every circumstance. I have learned the secret of facing plenty and hunger, abundance and need. I can do all things through him who strengthens me. Mm. So to experience the highs, we have to experience the lows. You know, we don't know what we have until we have lost something. So I definitely feel like that's just life. And one thing that I try to keep on the forefront of my mind is when I experience those highs, I am giving glory to God, not the hustle I did. It's not praise on myself. It's not, I did this. I, you know, did all these things. It's thank goodness the Lord prepared me and gave me strength and gave me the skills and gave me the discernment and gave me the direction to get me where I am today. And I know we have to work hard what we do here on earth. We can't just not work. Like we can give ourselves that pat on the back for doing the things that we're called to do. But at the end of the day, it really does come from the Lord. Everything that we have here, every skill set, all your gifts, all your talents, everything that the Lord has prepared you for, for whatever calling or mission you are on your life right now, like that glory has to go to God. It can't be, I got myself here because then you just get further and further down this route of praising yourself when God's saying, hold on, like I got you here. I helped you get here. Like, just don't forget where that strength comes from because it, it, it does come from the Lord. And so I, I think that's when I kind of had my moment of where, who am I praising right now? Am I praising myself? Cause I was really patting myself on the back back then whenever I was growing businesses really young and not really knowing what direction of my life I was going in my identity surrounded in it. Just like you said, said, and once I realized and when I had my identity crisis of who am I, it's because I put my identity in my own hustle and not who Christ has called me to be. Yeah. So again, we just want to say, we do not believe success is a bad thing. God calls us to work hard. If you look at Proverbs 31, you see, we are called to work hard. I've said this once and just saying it again. And I truly do believe that God gives us all different dreams and passions so that we can fulfill them, you know, and Hey, you know, if someone doesn't make the money, Who's going to fund the churches, the missionaries and the nonprofits that share the love of Jesus with others? You know, someone has to make the money. Mm -hmm. So I definitely believe that God gives people the abilities and the gifts to generate income. But I also believe that he blesses us according to our motives behind it. Um, 
a lot of times I like to pray the scripture and I said this earlier, but Psalm 24, 24, and it's God, give me clean hands and a pure heart. And right after that, it says, um, the scripture talks about casting down your idols. And so sometimes I'll just say out loud, Lord, I cast down my idols. Like if I feel my mind going in that direction of income, material things, this and this and this, I'm, I'm like, Lord, I cast down my idols. Like I lay them at the cross at the feet of Jesus right now. Lord, give me clean hands. Give me a pure heart. I need you to help me. You know, I feel like a lot of times, like we struggle with different things and we just think like, Oh, I've got to, I've got to figure that out. I've got to quit being that way. Like it's not our job to fix ourselves. Like ask the Lord to help you overcome that sin. Idolatry has been a big sin in my life so many times, and there's no way I could overcome that sin on my own. So I just literally have to keep giving it over to the Lord and being like, God, you purify my mode. You set my sights on what is important. You set my sights on what matters. And that is you fulfilling your purposes for me, leading others to you, growing the kingdom. That is it. And just a side note too, if you are one of the women listening who is a stay-at-home mom and, or, you know, or you are making a 20 K salary, 30 K, whatever it is less than that. Maybe you make a couple hundred dollars a month doing some side work. That is okay. Be content where you are and just know that you are doing, you can do everything that the Lord has called you to right there, making a couple hundred dollars a month. You do not have to be a mover and shaker groundbreaker, making tons of money to make an impact. If you are leading others to Jesus, you are loving Mm -hmm. others. Well, maybe your job right now is literally taking care of your kids and turning them into disciples, discipling your children. Maybe that's your job right now. If you are doing that well, and you're, you know, doing it as if doing it unto the Lord, you are doing a great job. (laughs) Just don't let it say that. Yes. And I feel like when we get to heaven and and God says, good job, my good and faithful servant, he's not going to be looking at our bank account. And if it had millions, he's not going to be looking at how many cars we had in the driveway or how big our house was, or, you know, all the things I think truly what matters is if you're in a season where you're like, I'm not making all the money right now. I don't know where I'm supposed to be right now. What is bringing glory to God in, in what you're doing right now? Okay. So if you're new to our podcast by chance, We each week we give a soul scripture and we give a soul assignment. We want you to have something applicable that you can take away from this podcast episode and go apply to your life. However, this week we've just gone through our soul scripture and very quickly, we want to give you five tips to staying grounded in Jesus while pursuing your passions before we go on to our soul assignment. And so our very first tip for staying grounded in the Lord while pursuing your passions is to number one, to spend time with the Lord daily. This is so important. And when you spend time with him in his word, surrender all your dreams and desires to him and do, you know, do, as I was saying that the Lord has shown me to do and say, God, give me clean hands and a pure heart. These are the dreams and desires that I have on my heart, on my mind. I hand them to you, Lord, remove any that don't belong and show me the steps to pursue the ones that do belong. Yes. Number two is give, give, give. So ask the Lord to give you a a giving heart. Um, It's also biblical. This will be a different topic, but I do want to say you should be tithing your your income. Um, It's 10%. And like I said, we can go into that in a different episode, but it's so important to tithe the Lord. Oh gosh, I have so many stories, but the Lord blesses those who give to his church. So definitely um, tithe 10%, but then also 
be have a giving heart also means give to those in needs, you know, need around you. The Lord puts people in our hearts and in our spaces and our circles who are in need. And if you have the means give generously when you can, that's another way to be able to show Jesus's love, you know, for people around you is by having a giving heart. And that doesn't always have to be money. It can be giving your time, giving your ears, like giving someone just a listening ear. It can be, you know, it can mean many different things, but definitely just give, have a giving heart. Yep. Number three is obey his direction. So it's super easy. Like I was saying earlier to want to take control, especially when you start freaking out about money or, you know, how am I going to pay the next bills? Well, I'm going to go off and do this, even though I know that that's not what the Lord's telling me to do, but that's really applicable to, or uh, not applicable, but practical to bring in income right now. No, take a step back, take a breather. Father, what do you want me to do? Lord, give me discernment in knowing this is for me. This is not for me. And then just follow his lead. Yeah. Um, Number four is have a trusted friend who will keep you in check. This is so important. It's so easy to get off and do things on our own. And we think we are just making all the right moves. And you realize you're so far off the beaten path. And if you just had someone to be like, hey, this is not you. This is not what the Lord has said that we need to be doing. Um, it can really protect you from, from disaster. And so have that friend, mentor, someone that you can share ideas with, big life changes with. Really have someone who will say, hey, you're kind of analyzing some other things that the Lord doesn't call us to do. Having someone who will be honest with you is so important, especially in a season where maybe you are trying to pursue a new passion or go after what you feel God is calling you to do. Yeah. And along with that, you know, if you have a trusted friend or mentor that's keeping you in check, this should be a person who is always um, relating you back to the word Yes, and um, what they say will always align with God's word. Yes. So if you ever feel like you're being given advice from somebody or you are feeling quote unquote, feeling something in your heart that is against what the word of God says, just know that's not right. The okay. word of God never changes. He is the same today, tomorrow, forever. And so just felt like I needed to add that tidbit in. But then number five, our last truly just practical tip for staying grounded in the Lord while pursuing passions, while being in the midst of this hustle culture is, you know, if you are chasing after something, take sabbaticals, take time away from material things. Maybe it's every weekend you, and I know some of you who work from home and you're building businesses and things, it is hard to put your phone away. It's hard to get away from the the computer, but truly just be like, okay, at, you know, six o'clock on Friday night or five o'clock, whatever it is, until 5 p.m. Sunday, like I am putting away my phone and putting away my computer, get away from being surrounded in this hustle culture and all this success and stuff on Instagram and give your heart a breather, give your mind a breather, a refresher. This is going to sound silly, but like go camping, go stay in a cabin, like go somewhere where you're like just in nature, go on a nature walk and just be in the presence of beautiful things that are not materialistic, but they're just literally things that God has made. Yeah. Like go look at the trees, go have a picnic, get away from, from material things for a little bit. So you can see the beauty of non-material things and allow God to just refresh you with that. That'll help you see that there are, there is so much else to love in life other than success and money and material things. Yes. Yeah, so good. So hopefully those five tips help you guys. Um, we are going to dive into our soul assignment, which is 
go this week and write out the areas of your life in which you feel discontent because the lack of money, success, or material things. Um, Pray over those areas and ask God if you're feeling discontent because you truly need to change something, or if you're feeling discontent simply because you're looking around wishing you had what they had. And so this is a very normal thing to do, especially on social media. And I think with Sydney's advice, like taking sabbaticals, this helps you have a moment where you're like, I have so much. God has given me so much. And whenever you disconnect from the highlight reels and seeing what everyone else is having and achieving and going after, God's really able to just sit you down and say, child, this is where I have you for this specific reason and allow you that contentment. I think sometimes we think contentment is a bad thing. And in the Bible, it actually says to seek contentment with what I have for you, you know? And so it's really, you just have to have discernment. You know, I think closing out this message, I hope you guys know wanting more is not bad. It's just making sure that you're aligned with God's word and his purpose and calling for you and not getting distracted by the earthly things and and knowing that these earthly things that we pursue here do not come with us to heaven. It's they don't matter. They don't matter to God. They don't matter. What matters is how many people you're bringing with you. And so I hope with whatever you're pursuing is, is allowing more people to come with you into the kingdom of heaven. Yeah. And so when you do this whole assignment and you pray about the things that you possibly feel discontent about, just know that sometimes there is a holy discontent that God places on us in order to move us from one place to another, similar to what Jordan was sharing with that discontentment in her heart about the job that she was in. And that was the Lord moving her into ministry. Um, But then sometimes we're just discontent because of our own sin, because of our own comparison to other people, too much scrolling on social media, which is making us jealous of others. Um, So just like Jordan said, pray for discernment in this. And again, I cannot say it enough and I can't repeat to myself enough that we need to be asking God to just purify our hearts and our motives. Can I add one more thing just because the Holy Spirit just laid this on my heart. If you're scrolling on Instagram and you're feeling like that, because I've done this where you're like, oh, I could do that. I should do that. I could do this. They're doing good at that. Me instead of even had a lot of conversations, even with growing our own ministry that like we aren't called to do things like someone else has done. We are called to do what God calls us to do. And it is so hard. I'm speaking directly to our friends that are building businesses and trying to make a a name for their brand that they're passionate about. Follow God's lead. Try not to scroll and think I should do things this way because they did things this way, or I should go this route instead because they saw success in that route. God will bring success, quote unquote, success to you the way that he wants to bring it to you in the season that he's supposed to bring it to you. I also just want to say, when you're scrolling on social media, if you follow all these different businesses, you know, girls in their twenties and thirties and forties who like have these super successful businesses, or at least they appear to be super successful because not everything is always as it seems, but even if they are super successful, you're seeing once again, a highlight reel, we know this, but you're seeing a highlight reel. And just because they're showing all the success of their business and they're smiling and this and this, and look like they're having so much fun. You don't know that when they put, when they close their phone to put that social media post away, they might literally be sitting at their desk, stressed to the max with a headache, you know, feeling completely overwhelmed. You don't know what that success is causing someone. Yeah. Their mental health, their spiritual health. They may feel like they're at a place where they don't have time to spend with God because they're so consumed in their business. And so let's just remember, you've all heard it before, but that social media is a highlight reel and do not be afraid of the unfollow or mute button. Like if you, if someone has to unfollow me 
because they are comparing themselves to something that I have and wishing that they had some, and it's, it's harming them mentally. Please unfollow me. It will not hurt my feelings. You need to do what's best for you. You know what I'm saying? Like same with Joe. Like I'm sure Jordan would say the same thing. Like, no, it, you have to do what's best for you at the end of the day. And if following people who are super successful, like even if you're the mom who is super content, like maybe being a stay-at-home mom and you don't have to work, but you're following people on social media that are super successful with these businesses. And so you're sitting here playing the should game and saying, well, I should, you know, I could do this. So I should, I could build this at home business. So I should, well, it's like, no, 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 that's not, that's not what God put on your heart. That's what God put on her heart. And that's how God's providing for her. But like you, your calling is to be a stay at home mom right now. And you were content in that calling until you saw Sally Sue's success on Instagram with doing something else. And so it's like, if you need to unfollow or, or mute someone to protect your own heart, The Bible tells us to guard our heart. So do what is best for you. Yep. And to close that out, really, if you're just like, well, how do I know? How do I know if what I'm doing is God's calling? Like pray for discernment. Every decision you make in life, truly, you should be praying over, especially when it comes to business and, and career changes and things like that. Like you should have just the surrendering of say, Lord, give me the signs, give me the confirmation, give me the people that can speak in on this and pray over me with. And, and for the Lord, just to, you know, ask him to purify your heart and to give you, you know, good motives. And I 1000% know and believe the Lord will guide your path and make things happen for you in the way that they're supposed to. So I know we've talked a lot just about reassuring you guys that success is not a bad thing. It's, it's really where your heart is aligned with the wants and the needs that you think you need, because it can be, it can be a disastrous route to go down whenever you consume yourself of, of this world. All right. Well, I'm going to pray us out and we hope to have you with us next week. Yes. Dear Heavenly Father, I just come to you right now in real time as we record this podcast over each lady that will listen to this. Um, Lord, where, wherever she is, wherever, if she is a stay-at-home mom, if she is building a business, if she is considering leaving a business, if she's considering switching job, whatever it is, Lord, meet her where she's at right now. And please use the words that we have spoken in this podcast to speak to her soul, to heal her soul in the ways that you know it needs to be healed and to encourage and lift her up. Lord, I pray for pure motives for me and Joe and every woman that will listen to this message, Lord, that you will purify our hearts. Lord, give us hearts that are completely sold out for you. Help us to surrender all of our passions, our dreams, and our desires to you. Even if your desire is to work from home or, or be a stay-at-home mom or work a job that may not be considered, you know, the most income producing job in our society. Lord, whatever you have laid on these women's heart, I pray that you will help them to stay in their lane and to fulfill that and to not feel the pressure of this hustle culture. Lord, I know that sometimes you do put like a holy pressure on us to move us into things, but you never condemn us and you never make us worrisome. Lord, your your word tells us not to worry. And so if we're feeling worries because we feel like we need to make more money and we need to hustle, hustle, hustle. That's not from you. And so we just rebuke that, Lord. We we surrender it over to you. We ask you to help us to come into alignment with your precious, sweet, 
peaceful plans for our lives. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Thanks for listening in this week. If you haven't heard yet, we have an exclusive membership where you can come and dig deeper into the Bible and take your faith to the next level. We have weekly soul sessions where we connect each week and learn about what the Bible teaches us and how to apply it to our lives. If you are ready to transform from lukewarm Christian status into a consistent, confident faith that is laced with boldness, go to thesoulsociety.co to learn more. And before you go, make sure to subscribe to the podcast so you never miss a new episode. You can also catch us at atwithinhersoul.co on Insta. We'd love for you to message us and let us know how we can pray for you. This is the Within Her Soul podcast. We can't wait to chat with you next week. See you then.